Luke chapter 24, verse 1 through verse 8. Now upon the first day of the week, every very early in the morning, they came upon the sepulcher bringing the spices which they laid prepared, and certain others with them, and they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Oh, I like that. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered His words. Very familiar passage to us, but a great reminder. But today I want to talk to you for a few moments on this subject, and I want you to think about it. Our theme this year for Easter was victory. If you received one of our visitor's cards, you've seen it. If you saw the PowerPoint earlier, you've seen it. But that's our key. That's our focal point of Easter this year. And from that, I want to draw this thought to you today. You matter to God. You matter to God. Live in victory. You matter to God. Live in in victory. Father, I ask you now, God, that you would anoint me for a few moments today to share this word. God, that you'll speak to every heart and you'll speak to every life in this room. And God, that when we leave this house, we're going to leave differently than what we've come. We're going to leave changed, Lord, by the authority, by the power, by the strength of your word and by your presence. Lord, take your liberty in this place, Father. And Lord, move among us in a mighty way. Lord, we're going to be careful to give you thanks for everything you do. Lord, for I believe every, every person in this house, every heart in this house, every soul in this house is going to be changed by your glory. And God, we give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. Amen. You may be seated. I want to share with you again on the thought this morning, you matter to God. I believe with all of my heart, if there's one thing God wants us to understand, that's what He wants us to understand in this room today. And can I tell you up front that He wants you to live in Him. He wants you to live it up in Him. Now let me back up and say that again. He doesn't just want you to live, but He wants you to live it up. He wants you to enjoy life. He wants you to have the time of your life while you're on this earth in him. Does that mean we'll never have struggles? No. Does it mean we'll never have trials? No. Does it mean we'll never have problems? No. But it does mean this, that no matter where we are, where we find ourselves, He is always there and He's always making a way for us and He's always looking out for us. Amen. Now I want to share some other scriptures with you as we get started. From the Living Bible, 1 Corinthians 7.23 said, You have been bought and paid for by Christ. So you belong to Him. Be free now from all earthly prides and fears. Romans 5 and 8, But God commendeth His love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died 
for us. Then in Luke 24, 6 again, he is not here, but is risen. Luke 24, 34 saying, the Lord is risen indeed. Each one of these verses of Scripture reveal to us that he is alive and that he is well. And from that, I declare to you today, Jesus is risen and that he is the Lord of all and that he is our conquering king and that he is our victor today. Amen. He is here in the power of the Holy Ghost. And let me tell you why he is in this place today. He is here to change your life. He's here to make your life new. He's here through his presence to transform who you are. He wants to give you the victory that actually belongs to you. Let me just be honest with you and tell you, most people are not living where God intended them to live. Most people are not enjoying what God meant for them to enjoy. Most people are not walking where God intended for them to walk. He meant for you to walk in victory. He meant for you to live in victory. And can I tell you, He's here by His Spirit today so that you can walk in that victory He promised in your life. He wants to transform who you are. Somebody hear me in this room. He wants to transform who you have been. You may be in this room, your life may have been messed up. Your life may have been in trouble. Your life may have gone places you didn't intend for it to go. And it seems like it's in a mess right now. But can I tell you, He's here to change who you are. He's here to transform who you have been and give you the joy that He wants you to experience in Him. And I want to declare to somebody in this room, you have not gone too far that God cannot reach where you are. You have not reached a place that God cannot transform your life. Sometimes we feel like, and sometimes people have felt, well, I've gone this and I've gone here and I've gone there. There's nothing God will do for me. I want to declare to you this morning, He will reach out where you are and He will change you no matter where you are. I declare to you this morning, you matter to God. And that's important. You need to hang on to that thought here today. You matter to God. You may have come here today with all hope gone in your life. But can I tell you, He is your hope. Can I tell you, He is your victory. Somebody said, well, Pastor, you don't know where I've been. You don't know what's happened. No, I don't, but He does. And I'm telling you, as long as He's alive and well, there is hope for your life. As long as He's alive and well, there is victory for your life. As long as He's alive and well... There is turnaround for your life. You may have come here today and your life be in turmoil as we've stated. You may be experiencing hurt, pain, sorrow, suffering, fear, failure, bitterness, anger, strife, emptiness, depression. You may be experiencing any manner of these things in your life. But you have to understand God has seen the condition of your life. God has seen the condition of your life. He knows where you are. And I declare to you that through it all, there is victory for you. Can I say it again? You matter to God. I said you matter to God. I said you matter to God. I want you to turn around and look at somebody and say, you matter to God. Turn on the other side and say, you matter to God. Listen this morning, God did not send His Son to die for only certain people. God did not send His Son to die for a select group of people or a select few, if you will. 
He sent him to die for everybody. He sent him to die for every human being. He sent him to die for every person, and that includes you, and that includes me. And I want to tell you something. He saw worthiness in us that we could not see in ourselves. And I want to speak this directly to somebody in this room. He saw worthiness in you that you could not see in yourself. And I will even declare it right now. He sees worthiness in you at this very moment that maybe you don't see right now. But I want to tell you in the eyes of God, you have worth. In the eyes of God, you are special. In the eyes of God, you are unique. In the eyes of God, you are priceless. Oh, I feel him. That's all right. Give him a hand. Amen. I know it's Easter, but you can give him a hand. I declare to you that your worth to God is unmeasurable. This is important. Your worth to God is unmeasurable. He thinks you're awesome. Look at your neighbor and say, God thinks I'm awesome. Let me tell you something else. He thinks you're amazing. Look at your neighbor and say, he thinks I'm amazing. God thinks you're awesome. God thinks you're amazing. Let me me just give you something. You are the apple of his eye. You're the object of his heart's desire. He created you in his own image. Do you think you're you're not special? He created you in his own image. You were planned and you were designed on the drawing board of God's love. You were designed by the love and the purpose of God. Here, God created you to be victorious. I said, God created you to be victorious. Now, let me ask you an important question. Do you know your worth to God? Do you know what you mean to God? All the wealth of this world, all the treasures of the centuries have no meaning or no worth to God. Did you hear that? All the wealth of this world. All the treasures of the centuries have no meaning or no worth to God. Only you have meaning and worth to God. I'm going to say it again. Only you have meaning and worth to God. You are the treasure. You are the great wealth that He is seeking for. You're the one He's going after. God sent his, after Jesus died on the cross and he went home to be with the Lord. He's sitting on the right hand of the Father making intercession for you and me. He sent the Holy Spirit to this earth. Why did he send him here? To seek you out. Why did he send him here? To, to find you. Why did you send him here to draw all men unto the Lord? To draw all men unto God? Jesus tells a parable of a man seeking pearls. Listen. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 45, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had, and he bought it. Now notice, he found one pearl. He went and sold everything he had, and he bought it. He finds a pearl of great value, sells everything he owns that he may acquire it. Let me tell you something this morning. You are that pearl to God. In this passage of Scripture, the Bible said this man sold everything that he may go buy that pearl, that he may purchase it, that he may have it. Can I tell you, you are that pearl to God. He was willing to give everything for you. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Listen, 
God thought you were worth the high price of the cross. God thought you were worth the very best, his son. Jesus thought you were worth his life. Did you hear that? God thought you were worth the cross. God thought you were worth his son. Jesus thought you were worth his life. You mean something to God. You matter to the Lord. Jesus died to purchase your, your salvation, to take away the stains of sin that marred the jewel that is inside of you. Jesus died to take away the stain of sin that marred the beauty inside of you, to take away the flaws that separate you from God, to give you complete victory and freedom that you might shine like the pearl you are. And I want to just stop and tell you this morning, you're a pearl in the eyes of God. Somebody says, well, I'm not where I need to be with God right now. We hope that changes before this service is over. But I want you to still understand, you are a pearl in the eyes of God, no matter where you may find yourself. In God's eyes, it doesn't matter what you have done or who you are. He loves you regardless. I said, He loves you regardless. He cherishes you regardless. He wants to give you His kingdom. He wants to abide, you to abide in His loving presence forever. He wants you to become His child. He wants to give you eternal life with Him. We want to live long upon this earth. But the Bible says, The point of the man wants to die. Every one of us, if time tarries and the rapture doesn't take place, we're going to have an appointment with Him. But God wants you to have eternal life in Him. And that means in Him, in the Spirit, in Him you'll never die. You may die a death in this physical body, but you'll never die in your soul, in your relationship. Amen? You will not die in Him. You may die in the flesh, but you will not die in your spirit. Somebody hear me. You are his gold. You are his great delight. And you need to ask yourself this morning this question, who do I belong to? That's a very important question before I go any further in this room. Ask yourself, who do I belong to? There's only one answer. But in reality, all across this room, there's probably different answers popping up in people's minds. Some feel like you belong to the world. Some feel like you belong to your job. Some feel like you belong to other things. You belong to other people. But listen to me. Who do you belong to? The Bible says you belong to God. The Bible said you belong to God. No matter who you are, you belong to God. God exchanged His own Son for you. And the cross proves your worth to Him. The cross proves your worth to God. Listen, Jesus didn't die for junk. Jesus didn't die for junk. And I got news for you. I don't care what the devil tells you. I don't care what the world tells you. I don't care what people tell you. I don't care what you tell yourself. You are not junk. Oh, give the Lord a hand in here. Jesus did not die for junk. You've been bought with a price and paid for by Christ. You were incredibly valuable. And I want to tell you, you are incredibly valuable to God today. Nobody has ever paid a greater price than God did for you. Nobody has ever paid a greater price than God did for you and for me. You are acceptable and you are worthy. You need to understand that. You are worthy. Would you help me one more time and say this? I am worthy. Say it like you believe it. I am worthy. 
Say it one more time. I am worthy. I got this in bold letters, and I want you to hear it. Nothing means more to God than you. Nothing means more to God than you. What do you mean, Pastor? That's why Jesus wore a crown of thorns. That's why Jesus was beaten unmercifully with a cat of nine tails that literally ripped the flesh from his body. That's why nails were driven into his hands and to his feet of Jesus. That's why Jesus hung on a cross suspended between heaven and earth. That's why Jesus suffered in agony. And most of all, that's why Jesus died. Because he saw worth in you. Nothing means more to God than you. And I want to say this to you this morning. Maybe you've already been here. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you're in a place where you need to. But here's what every one of us in this room need to do. We need to run into the arms of the one who treasures us. You need to run into the arms of the one who treasures you. You need to run into the arms of the one who treasures your life. His love will never let you go. He will never fail you. You can trust Him we live in an age now when many people don't feel like there's much to trust anymore, many people to trust anymore, or much to believe in anymore. But I declare to you this morning, you can trust in Jesus. You can believe in Jesus. You can stand in Jesus. You can be firm in Jesus. You can know that He will never, ever, ever let you down. Now I want to go back to something I said earlier in this message, and I want you to hear it again. Please hear this. His resurrection empowers us to live it up. His resurrection empowers us to walk, to live, to breathe, to abide in victory. His resurrection empowers us to live it up. And Jesus, listen to me, Jesus wants us to live it up above what our adversary never wants to let us live down. Here's the reality. There's things in your life the devil doesn't want you to live down. There's things about your past the devil doesn't want you to live down. He doesn't want you to get beyond. But Jesus wants you to live it up so you don't have to live it down to what the enemy has tried to press in your life. Jesus is calling you to live it up. So I say this to you. Live it up, child of God. Live it up in him. Hear these words. In John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. 1 John 1 and 9, If we confess our sin, Jesus is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Then in Romans 10, 8 and 9, The Word is near you, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the Word of faith which we preach, that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. I like the latter part of that verse. If you confess him, you shall be saved. And I want to declare this to you today. It's time for you to confess and live. I say it's time for you to confess and live. Live for God. Live for yourself. Live for your family. God wants you to live in victory. Somebody hear me in this room. As I close, God wants you to live in victory. God wants you to live in Him. God wants you to know what real life is. God wants you to know what it means to really live. 
God wants you to know what it is to have real peace. He wants you to know what it is to have real joy. He wants you to understand what it is to experience real mercy in your life. God wants you to understand the grace that He has extended to you. Let me leave it with you like this. Because He got up, you can get up. We said it earlier, because He has risen, you can rise. Because He lives in victory, you can live in victory. And I want you to hear this statement. It's time for you to live in victory in Christ Jesus. It's time for you to live in victory and enjoy life. It's time for you to live in victory and know the mercies of God for yourself. 